It's Tuesday, December 15, 2015. Je regarde la salle. Je vois que la réaction Out to the room, I see that the, the reaction is positive. I see no objections. The Paris Agreement is adopted. Green News Report special coverage. The United Nations Climate Talks, an historic agreement for the planet and human civilization to meet the challenge of climate change. Our Green News Report Paris Agreement special coverage. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Our work here and now gave future generations cleaner air and cleaner water and a more sustainable planet. Yeah, but if climate change is a hoax, all that clean air and clean water will be a total waste of time. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, it seemed like it would never happen. It seemed like 200 nations could never come together to agree on anything, much less agree unanimously, to curb greenhouse gases that cause global warming. Is it my imagination or is this an historic moment? Oh, it's definitely historic. And of course, what happens after will determine just how historic. And you're right. Nearly 200 nations voted unanimously on Saturday for the landmark Paris Agreement. It's a framework for global action over coming decades to cut the greenhouse gas emissions that cause dangerous global warming. At the White House, President Obama acknowledged that the accord by itself won't solve climate change, but he called it a turning point. In world history. This agreement represents the best chance we've had to save the one planet that we've got. This agreement sends a powerful signal that the world is firmly committed to a low carbon future, and that has the potential to unleash investment and innovation in clean energy at a scale we have never seen before. So I believe this moment can be a turning point. For the world. So what was agreed to? For the first time ever, all countries commit to limit global temperatures to, quote, well below a threshold of two degrees Celsius above pre-industrial times and to pursue efforts aiming for 1.5 degrees Celsius. That's a target that was thought to be politically impossible just weeks ago. So while a target of 1.5 degrees Celsius is still dangerous, it is less risky than two degrees Celsius and it will still be very challenging to meet. Countries agreed to peak emissions as soon as possible, ramping down to zero carbon emissions by the end of the century. And all nations have agreed to report on their progress every five years and to ratchet up their targets according to their capabilities. Rich nations will assist with financing, mobilizing private investment, and also contributing at least $100 billion to a global climate fund to help developing nations build renewable energy infrastructure and to prepare for the consequences of climate change. The deal, once ratified, is legally binding, but the targets themselves are not. That was an incentive to be ambitious without fear of punishment should countries fall short. And for the U.S., voluntary avoids review by the U.S. Senate. So this treaty moves forward with the signature of the president with or without the U.S. Senate, with or without the climate change deniers that now run Congress. That's exactly right. In Paris, Secretary of State John Kerry called on the private sector to step up with innovation. We are sending literally a critical message to the global marketplace because of 186 nations saying to global business in one loud voice, We need to move in this direction. 
and that will move investment. According to climate scientist Michael Mann, author of the famous hockey stick graph on the broadcast this week, now the hard work really begins. It's difficult to actually understate the significance of this agreement. I think we are witnessing the end of the age of fossil fuels and the beginning of a new age of uh, a clean global energy economy. There's no question it's going to require dramatic action. Um, uh, This is just the beginning. The hard work is ahead. Uh, It is doable. Um, It's physically possible. And I think there's evidence that we are starting to garner uh, the will. Michael Mann told me he was very optimistic about the future, optimistic, happy, obviously, about this agreement. But it's still a question of political will, he points out. And right now in this country, in the middle of a presidential election, when you have every single Republican candidate is a climate change denier, all I can say is it's a good thing that this agreement does not count on the Republicans to move forward. Instead, we count on the rest of the world for sanity, apparently. And keep in mind that because it's voluntary, the next president could very well dismantle it. This is not just a crossroads for this country. This is a crossroads for the world. Well, a path, as they say, is built one stone at a time. One great big stone was laid in this path in Paris after 21 years of work. Let's see if we can build on it from here. For much more on our special coverage today and the rest of the stories we didn't have time for, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget, you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, or iTunes. Find us and follow us on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyne. And this has been your Green News Report. Here comes the sun. Here comes the sun. And I say it's all right. 